In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with the Cinda Academy, which brings you thought, leadership, and business advice from around the world. And today we are really going around the world because we have two executives that we'll be talking to from Iceland. Now, you can learn more about Cinda under www.cinda.org. And we not only have guests from all over the world, but we also have listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening to from today. Now, if you're new to this show, let me tell you what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we have talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance, generational management, and business values that may impact your organization or your individual career. So please listen to us live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you can't get us live, then go on to iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and download the series. You can get great advice, leadership success stories, Stories that you can learn from, stories that can motivate you, stimulate new ideas, and possibly even be the key to your success. Now, please reach out to me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or connect with me on the website, leadershipbeyondborders.net, and let me know what you'd like to hear about. If you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure that you take away something useful either for your business or yourself. Now, on to our episode today. And I said we're going to be talking with two executives from Iceland. And I was doing some reading, and I don't know if our listeners have read a lot about uh, virtual workforces, but Upwork reported in October 2019 that by 2028, 73% of all departments in most major companies will have some kind of remote working arrangements. Now, for me, this number seemed a little bit low, but They also said it's been cited when looking at jobs such as in sales, the biggest companies and the biggest mistakes companies make is they actually don't follow through on the process, okay? They begin the process, and when they get halfway through the process, they say, I really don't think this is for us, okay? And that's especially in the areas of sales. Now, we're, of course, we're in March 2020, and the world has changed. We were tossed into a work environment where we are all basically working remote right now. And the firms that did have some kind of remote sales model um, were ahead of the game, ahead of those who did not. And tonight we're going to talk to two experts, experts in the area of helping sales activate remotely and helping build remote sales forces. Now, our first guest is Yohi Sigarsson, And he is an Icelandic entrepreneur and founder of Crankwheel. He spent 10 years at Google leading the technical teams on projects such as Google Desktop and Chrome. And the rest of his 20-something years career was doing startups as a CTO or a co-founder. Now, Crankwheel has been his baby for the last five years now. And his co-founder, Gilsey, who has a sales background, has been working with him together. And they provide a screen-sharing solution tailor-made for sales teams who spend all day on the phone with prospects. And this solution allows them to significantly decrease sales cycles by screen-sharing earlier in the sales process. Now, his co-founder, Gilsey Sigvaldason, is responsible for finding customers and partners and monetizing the project in the best possible way. He also acts as a product owner, bringing bringing his expertise to the partners who they're working with. And Yohi and Gilsey, welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much. Thank you for and uh, thanks for having us, Kimberly. Okay, great. So let's um, let's start, Yohi. Start out. Um, you know, you're uh, you're in Iceland and and you're working with a lot of partners and a lot of companies and you're working with sales departments all over the world. What what are you seeing right now in this time of crisis in sales? Well, we we see that there's quite a big shift. Uh, one of the one of the big trends we've seen in the last couple of weeks is. Uh, some of our existing customers have been bringing a large number of, of field sales agents uh, over to our platform, uh, meaning that they are now working the phones along with the other inside sales or telesales agents. So that's that's been one big trend. Uh, the other thing we've seen is just in general a lot of uh, lot more interest than in a normal week. We're actually seeing about three times more interest than normally. Uh, and that's just companies looking for solutions to keep their sales going. Mm-hmm. And as you, um, I'll stay with you for a minute, Yui. Uh, as you're seeing people bringing sales inside, um, what are some of the challenges? I mean, you know, it, it might be different hiring processes. It might be different people. Is it? Is it? You know, what are the challenges when you just go bring an uh, outside sales force inside? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the outside sales force, they tend to be quite good on the phone already. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're making calls in between their visits, right? They're booking appointments and all that kind of thing. So they're very personable. They know, they know how to work the phone, but they, they probably need training on some of the tools that you need when you're bringing sales inside, like uh, web conferencing, screen sharing, uh, maybe some of the other tools. But those ones are the primary, I think. Uh, so that's one challenge. Um, another thing is... If you are used to showing your products in person, uh, you know that's how you illustrate what you're selling. Then, when you no longer can do that, then you might need some new new types of sales collateral that you need to build up really quickly in in response to the crisis. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and Gilsa, come over to you on that on the sales collateral. So you're you're working with partners who are bringing sales inside now. Um, how how are you, how are they doing this with the collateral? I, I mean, speed is of the essence right now when you're trying to do that because you're trying to keep momentum. What do you see some of the some of the best practices in in collateral and training that you're seeing? I'm 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 seeing them. Uh, they're adopting this pretty quickly, and especially with our technology, is 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 also because most salespeople just need money, so they need to sell, so they will adapt pretty quickly. And, and and I'm seeing those numbers up. So I think also that by adopting to this new technology, that will help them after this storm has settled. And if I if I had a sales um, department, for example, and and all of a sudden I'm in this, and I had an outside sales department, um, Gilsey, what how? Not talking about the technology yet, but just as far as yep. the people and the and the training, how fast can I adapt this and bring this inside? <clears throat> that's a good question. That's uh, that's a very good question. But it's uh, I think when you when you have to, like the moment is now, you're pretty quick doing it. I think you know usually we have seen big organizations coming in, and like twenty thirty percent of already doing on the first day. So and then and they're learning from you know when the other comes in so they're learning from the people who are who adopt pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And and how are the salespeople feeling about that? And I'll go back to um, uh, Yohi. Are, are you getting any feedback? I mean, this is a transition. You know, you said uh, Gilsey said salespeople want money, and that's what they do, and they're on commission. Um, how are they themselves feeling about these kind of changes? Well, I, I, I do think quite a few people who I've spoken to, they are feeling a little bit uncertain and they are feeling maybe a little bit out of out of depth, like uh, out of their comfort zone. They've been selling, you know, outside before and now they need to learn all these new tools and, and some of them are not very technical. Um, and, you know, I've had I've had a number of conversations uh, with people who are who are in that spot. But I think the nice thing is that a lot of a lot of the vendors that people are turning to, they they really care about customers and you know really do a great job of of customer success and helping you through things. So I think that helps. Um, I think the other thing, like Gilsey was saying, there's uh, you have to do it now. Whereas you know maybe normally in a, in a normal situation you might take a, a couple of months or even more 
to you know prepare what the training would look like at your company and create those training materials and everything uh, now because it's happening so fast everybody's turning to materials that exist or are being offered by various vendors and thought leaders around you know around the internet and there's actually a tremendous amount of that so it's more maybe a question now of of trying to find the best you know quality pieces of training and just apply those to your staff and most of this is is free Mm-hmm. And is there anything that you're seeing that maybe is is more successful than other things when you when you're looking at training? Um, I think I think video based training is very very useful. Uh, you know that because you can refer back to it uh, at your own speed. So maybe you watch through the video once and then you then you go through it at your own speed and you pause where you need to and you. You know, you repeat the things that are happening with whatever tool you're you're training in, or whatever solution you're trying to use. Uh, so I think that's that's one. And and in particular, I think webinars. You know, video webinars where you can also ask live questions, and then you can maybe after after the webinar watch the recording and go through it at your own pace. I think those are uh, very useful tools. And and the other thing is that, for example, webinars. Uh, when you have a, a thought leader that you know is immersed in this space and knows some of these solutions inside out, it isn't. It, it, it's fairly easy and quick for them to get their knowledge across in a webinar. They don't need to do a lot of preparation uh, mm-hmm. to give a live presentation to a to an online audience and answer their questions. So it's also a format that is very, you know, quick to be sort of rigged up at this at this uh, time of crisis. Mm-hmm. And Gilsey, I, I just um, same question to you. Uh, can you, you know, add anything to what you always said? Do you, are you seeing anything that is working particularly well among some of the partners that you're working with? No, I, what I recommend all of them to do is just to to start using it, to just dig in, just you know, start doing it and learn from the mistakes like they probably done before. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's the quality of a good salesperson. Mm-hmm. And um, and these these salespeople who are doing this, I mean, have I just started? Is this you know a week's training or two weeks training or two days training? I mean, speed is of the essence here because everything kind of stopped and we have to get out there. Um, do you think you can? How quickly can you do that? So I. I'll take this one. Um, I think you can do it extremely quickly. It does depend on sort of because you're using new, you know, software-based tools. Um, you, you, it does depend on how sort of tech-savvy the uh, the agent that needs to learn is. But mm-hmm. in general, if they are reasonably comfortable with a computer, this is a matter of days, not 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 you know a full week or weeks. At least to get up to a basic level of being able to give demos or presentations remotely while you're on the phone with somebody or in a in a web conference type of setting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And pretty much, I mean, pretty much everybody is pretty tech savvy, wouldn't you say, Yui? Today, um, uh, what, I mean, the, what what would be the average? You know, what's the average age of some of the salespeople that you see doing this? Well, I. I don't have a statistic for it, um, but I do find that uh, the outside sales agents tend to be, at least the ones I've spoken to, uh, it may be skewed because I've been you know, trying to help in our customer support because we've mm-hmm. been extremely busy. Uh, it may be a little bit skewed, but uh, some of the ones I've been speaking to, they, they tend to be a little maybe more experienced, so they might be a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, they, they seem comfortable with a computer. They, they just sometimes need... Uh, a slight bit of hand-holding or to watch like a video walking them through how to use the tool or whatever tool they're using. Um, so I don't think it's a, I don't think it is a big problem uh, for organizations to just get that training in there. I think the main thing for sales leaders would be make sure the sales collateral is there. So for example, if you, you know, if you're selling a physical product, you might need more photos, more videos of that product. Maybe maybe even an interactive 3D video of that product. Make sure the collateral is there and also make sure you help people find the best uh, training. So, you know, if it's training for a particular tool or if it's training just on, in general, best practices, how to give a demo or how to do a presentation while you're on the phone, you know, try to help them find the right pieces of information so that they're focusing on that, not not on, you know, just finding them. They're just focusing on going through the training. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And, and with that, we're, with that, um, um, we're going to take a short break. And when I come back, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about, you know, uh, the tools, the technology that can help you use collateral online. Um, because when I think of collateral, I, you know, I think, okay, you know, somebody's coming in with a computer showing it right in my face or whatever. Um, so let's talk about that after the break and the technology. And also I want to talk about, you know, sales is about numbers. So how do you control, you know, salespeople during these times when they are virtual? And for our listeners today, we are talking to Yohi Sigerson. And he is an Icelandic entrepreneur and founder of Crankwheel and his colleague Gilzi Sigvladason. And he is the CEO and co-founder of Crankwheel. And Crankwheel provides screen sharing solutions tailor-made for sales teams. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Crankwheel, you can go to www.crankwheel.com. Crankwheel is also on Twitter and on LinkedIn under the company Crankwheel and on Facebook under Crankwheel. And if you'd like to reach out to Yoi, then he's on LinkedIn under J-O-I-S-I-G. Okay. And if you'd like to reach out to Gilsey, then Gilsey is also under Gilsey Sigvladason. And I'll spend, spell all these names after the next break for you. And listeners, you can reach me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or go also to info at Cinder uh, or Kimberly at Cinder. You can reach me. And this broadcast is brought to you by the Cinda Academy. Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search association. Cinda holds digital conferences in Europe. And the Cinda Academy is available 24 hours a day under cinda.academy. Uh, or you can go to cinda.org, and that's where you can hear some of these podcasts, and you can also see webinars and see blog contributions from Cinda's members. And with that, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. listening to leadership beyond borders do you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to leadership beyond borders at gmail.com again that's leadership beyond borders at gmail.com now back to this week's program welcome back to leadership beyond borders on voice america's business channel And this show is also brought to you by the Cinda Academy. And Cinda is one of Europe's fasting, growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. And if you want to hear podcasts or see webinars, you can go to cinda.academy on Instagram or go to cinda.org and look for the Cinda Academy. And today we are talking with Yoi Sigardson and Gilsi Sigvladason. And they are both Icelandic. Uh, Yoi is an Icelandic entrepreneur, and so is Gilsey. And they are the founders of Crankwheel. And Crankwheel is providing sales solutions and actually helping sales teams around the world really bring sales inside and be able to work remotely. And that's something we absolutely need right now in this time. So before the break, we kind of just took an idea of, of how companies can can bring sales inside. Um, and I want to 
talk about what actually happens once you do that. Okay. So you have, you know, you were talking, um, Joey, you talked about the collateral, okay, and how important the collateral is. So how do I use and share the collateral with my customers when I'm doing sales from inside and not outside? Well, the number one tool um, that you always use in inside sales would be screen sharing. So uh, you can do screen sharing of your full screen or a particular presentation or, or even just like a screen share a particular web page or web-based platform that you want to show. Uh, and you can do this from various types of tools, uh, web conferencing tools, and there are also you know screen sharing specific tools like, like our solution. Uh, so screen sharing while you're speaking to somebody is is really a fundamental tool for inside sales because it lets you really do what you would if you were sitting together at the same table and you're sort of, you know, showing them some documents, sliding over a, a binder to them or whatever it is you would do in in, in, in person, uh, you can sort of duplicate that by, by sharing information from your screen. Mm-hmm. And can you tell me, you, you said that you have a specific screen sharing tool. Can you tell me about that? Absolutely. Uh, so Crankwheel is, is a screen sharing solution for sales teams. Um, and w- when I contrasted it to web conferencing, uh, is, is that, you know, it's more, of, uh, it's more of a pure screen sharing solution to use in an existing phone call. Whereas web conferencing is more of like a, a virtual meeting online where everybody has to connect to the same place. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, when, when you're sharing these screens and you're sharing the collateral on the screens, do marketers have to think uh, about the collateral differently than they would if they weren't using a, a screen, your, your screen sharing solution? That's a great question. Uh, the collateral that you might use uh, when you have an in-person meeting, it might still be the same kind of thing. Like maybe you have a PowerPoint presentation, uh, just as an example. Uh, but when you have someone in a phone call or a web conference, you don't have your physical you know, presence to keep them engaged. So it's quite important for the collateral or you know, it's, it's also something that sales agents themselves can do it's quite important to try to incorporate elements into the presentation or the product demo or whatever you're showing them that make it a little bit more interactive. And that, that'll help you not lose their, their attention because you know, when you're on the phone with somebody, uh, especially if they don't have, you, know, you don't have a video stream going, it can be quite easy for them to get distracted. Maybe they open up Facebook or something like that while mm. they're talking with you and you don't know, uh, or at least with most tools you don't know. Um, and uh, by making this sort of interactive element a part of your presentation where you're more asking, what do you think about this? Should I change it to, you know, should this number be five or three or, you know, just different interactive things that you can do? Or if you're giving a demo, you know, what would you like to explore next? Um, even involve them in the demo if it's possible, if, if there's a component of your platform where it sends an email or sends a text message or, or something like that, you know, send it to them. Ask, ask if you can send it to them. Or, or if you're filling in a form as a, as a part of a demo, ask if you can use their information. Just make everything as interactive as you possibly can because that'll keep them engaged in, in, in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a really, really good point because I, I've, you know, been in some of the situations at, at the customer end and, and you do – uh, or even in webinars sometimes, you know, if, if it's not sticking and it's not so interesting and it's not interactive, you do kind of, your your focus wanders, okay? And that's what you don't want in a sales call. And and Gilsey, I'm going to come to you on that question because because you also... Um, you're, you're, when you're training salespeople and you're, uh, and you're talking to them, what are the customer reactions you're getting back? Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about the salespeople, but how, how are you getting any feedback on how the customer feels when they're getting these kind of pr- presentations? The, the, the customer is often pretty happy with their service because often uh, salespeople are trying to sell them something complicated and it, it's very com- it's very difficult to explain something complicated over the phone. So by by doing it visually, you're you're seeing the same thing, because it takes 
For, for example, it takes you about 7 minutes and 43 seconds to explain one picture over the phone. But if you can do it visually, you're 100% sure you're looking at the same thing. And you have also full control over the customer. If you're both controlling his eyes and his ears, and that's pretty difficult in the year 2020. So mm -hmm. it, I think that's, that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. And and do you find um, you know and when we're talking about bringing inside sales and bringing inside uh, as I said in kind of the intro you know the world changed in March first okay and everything went inside even though um, experts were predicting it would be twenty twenty eight before everything got inside so Gilsey staying with you for a minute do you do you think that this works better with some kind of industries when you have a sales force and you're working and selling to customers in some kind of industries than others? <clears throat> I, I have to believe it works for almost every industry, you know, like in, in, in for banks, insurance companies, software companies, just more or less if you're selling complicated things over the phone. It is just if you have someone on the phone, that's my rule, if you have someone on the phone for longer than like two minutes, you should add a visual presentation to the phone call because it, it's difficult to keep a customer focused on what you're saying if you're not showing him what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, but, but I, even today, I'm thinking about the, uh, you know, the small businesses out there today, yep. okay, so I can, I kind of picture insurance companies and things like that. What about the baker on the, on the corner, okay, um, um, you know, they're trying, they're, they're upping their internet presence now because, you know, they're, they're trying to, to, to get, people to remember them actually in these times of crisis um even for small businesses do you think this works quite well you'll see yeah 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 this tool works perfectly you know if you're selling to them if you're like if you're contacting the uh, the barber and you have to explain him you know how his website would look like it's brilliant to do it visually Mm -hmm. and also he would like maybe has maybe 20 minutes available and if you can do it on the first call and show it to them how it works, you can sell them at the first touch. And I think that's really important instead of, you know, I think it's more for the officers to schedule meetings, but I think it's really important to, if you have it on the phone call, just finish the sale by, by adding the visual to the phone call. Mm-hmm, good. And um, when we're talking about going out and selling all these small businesses, and um, Yoi, I want to come back to you because um, I started my career in sales. And, and the one thing I remember in field sales and the one thing I remember is, you know, Friday at 12 o'clock, I was done with everything. OK, you know, it was the weekend started. Right. Um, and then then sometimes if I was oh, way over my quota because the, the commission plans back then when I was doing it were not always the smartest, then I'd be, oh, OK, I can take the day off today. OK, <laughs> so, um, you know, when I think about sales, I think about control. OK, Yoey. so how how do you. You know, you have all these remote salespeople. How do you start to manage them correctly? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Now that everybody is working working from home, how to how to change management? It's <laughs> certainly a, a huge change and a huge departure for from uh, if you're used to having everybody on the same sales floor and and maybe even being able to do a headcount, you know, just by standing up. Uh, it, it is a huge departure. Uh, I do think, though, that for for your slightly more experienced salespeople, uh, it is primarily a question of you know how you structure your you know what your bonus structure is and that kind of thing. That that'll keep them motivated and on the ball. Uh, so I think it's a good time to revisit what your you know compensation scheme looks like. Uh, make sure that their their bonuses and everything is aligned with making sure that they are you know on the ball all day long, essentially. Um, so that, that's, that's one side of it. Maybe for uh, a part of the sales force, maybe SDRs who are uh, not necessarily directly creating sales, but they might be booking demos or they might just be expected to make a certain amount of calls per day and so on. Um, you may need better monitoring of those. So, so on the flip side, it's a great time to look at the key performance indicators that you're tracking in your team or if you're not tracking KPIs already, uh, you should start doing so. So you can, you know, you can look at basic things in in your, you know, uh, telephone system. You can see the number of calls in your CRM. You can see the number of activities. Uh, 
from you know web conferencing or screen sharing tools, you can see the number of of, of meetings that have happened, uh, how long they were, you know, and and, and sometimes how engaged uh, some of the some of the parties were. Uh, so it, it's a great time to revisit how you're tracking those KPIs. Uh, I wouldn't suggest maybe going a lot deeper than that. You know, don't 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 do a, 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 a communist state kind of a <laughs> tracking of everybody, but KPIs and and also bonus. Uh, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Gilsey, any comments on that? Because you're out there no, training. Go ahead. No, I, uh, no this is this is probably uh, I, I agree with you, and and like I say, it's a uh, yeah. Yeah. Nope. It, and you can do that all on the platform. That's what I'm trying to say. So, so you can track that all um, in in a platform such as Crankwheel. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And 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 in your in your CRM, typically you you have a lot of lot of options for that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And um, how how you know as you said, you can do headcounts on the sales floor, um, and you don't want to go into a communist state. But but salespeople are pretty pretty used to having their numbers tracked, right? So this is like no big deal for them, or is I, it? No, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's a big deal. I, I I think it's good to let people know right off the bat. You know, on the one hand, obviously they know their comp structure. Uh, but if you're tracking KPIs, you definitely want to let them know what the KPIs are, uh, and you also sort of you need to design the KPIs so that so that they are uh, not harder to game, right? You don't you don't want to have gameable KPIs. Um, and w- so, just to share a little anecdote there, what we've seen with with a few of our customers is they uh, they stopped tracking number of phone calls, and instead they track number of screen shares. And ah. the reason for that is, you know, you can you can make calls all day long and you can connect them and, and they can be very low quality. Right. It's very hard to say what the quality of the call was. But if if you if you have a screen share with someone or a web conference, right, it means they were interested enough to, you know, even though it's a very low bar- barrier, at least with 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 tools, uh, with some tools like ours, uh, it can be a very low barrier, but it's still a barrier. So if they're not interested at all, they're not going to get in a screen share with you, right? Mm-hmm. So you you can sort of think about that when you design your KPIs, like what is, what are the numbers you should be tracking? Because some of them are very gameable, you know, and can be sort of faked almost, mm-hmm. uh, but 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 some are not. Yeah. And yeah, that that's really good because the screen shares will then show the engagement that they're getting into and they're getting the customer engaged. Um, Great points for our listeners. We're going to have another break now. And when we come back, I want to talk about um, how these online sales channels fit into other channels within the company because you know you don't want to build silos and then i just wanted to hear uh talk to you guys about you know you're a startup and and uh, some advice to some of our listeners on um startups okay and for our listeners we are talking to yoi sigerson and gilsey sigvladison and they are two Icelandic entrepreneurs, and they're the co-founders of Crankwheel. And Crankwheel provides a screen-sharing solution tailor-made for sales teams who spend all day on the phone with prospects. And if you'd like to learn more about Crankwheel, you can go to www.crankwheel.com. And Crankwheel is also on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Twitter, Facebook, all social media. It's Crankwheel. Just go to Crankwheel. And if you want to talk to Gilsey or get in touch with Gilsey, you can go to LinkedIn. And that is Gilsey, and I'll spell the last name. It's S-I-G-V-A-L-D-A-S-O-N. And if you want to connect with Yohi, that is Yohi is spelled J-O-I. And last name is S-I-G-U-R. D-S-S-O-N, okay? And please connect with Yohi. But on LinkedIn, he's under Yohi, J-O-I-S-I-G. And I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. Uh, and you can connect with me on leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. And this broadcast is also brought to you by the Cinder Academy. And you can learn more about Cinda Academy by going cinda.org and Cinda Academy where you can hear podcasts like this one as well as see webinars and see interesting blog posts. And with that, we're going to take a 
short minute and a short break, and we'll be back in a minute. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. listening to leadership beyond borders do you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to leadership beyond borders at gmail.com again that's leadership beyond borders at gmail.com now back to this week's program welcome back to leadership beyond borders on voice america's business channel and this broadcast is brought to you also by the cinda academy and you can learn more uh, about the Cinda Academy by going to cinda.org under Cinda Academy. And today we're talking with two Icelandic entrepreneurs about sales. Um, we found ourselves now all of a sudden having to bring all our sales forces in. And these two entrepreneurs, Yohi and Gilsey, and I'm going to say, instead of saying their last names this time, I'm going to say Gilsey from the land of fire and ice, because they're both from Iceland. And they've been talking to us about how to help companies bring sales inside um, and leverage sales. So we've before the break, we talked about the KPIs and managing sales, Yohi. Um, I'd like to you know, talk about how you integrate this into the coal company, okay? Um, I mean, and that's kind of a broad question because we all know, you know, there's always been these silos between sales and marketing or sales and finance and things. And now you have this internal sales force. Um, do you have any tips on integrating that into the whole process of the company? Absolutely. I, I think you're you're absolutely right that there are silos. Uh, the, the the silo that we think a lot about and, and we talk a lot about with, with some of our customers is the silo between marketing and sales that you, that you touched on there. Um, I think I, I think there's a very strong need now uh, with the economy uh, in in a very difficult spot uh, for sales and marketing to work together. Uh, I think a lot of times there's a very very big disconnect and there's a very long time that passes between marketing generating a lead and, and sales even even seeing that lead. So I think shortening that time as much as possible, uh, in fact, bringing it down to seconds, and that's that's what a, what a lot of our, our customers have done, uh, is, is really important and has, has never really been more important. You know, if you are somebody stuck at home in, in quarantine or, or lockdown and, and you're looking for a service and you know, they don't even get back to you the same day. That, that's mm-hmm. that's a really bad thing. And, and you can be so much more competitive by responding immediately. Mm-hmm. And maybe another another side of that question is, you know, you want to integrate, you want to have your data flow all over the place. So from your web conferencing or screen sharing system into your CRM, you know, KPIs into maybe even your, your HR systems and so forth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely perfect answer um you know even on the receiving customer and if i don't if i send an email and i don't get something back um you know especially in those times i i really get frustrated (laughs) and now you can imagine customers do um gilski i'm going to come to you um and i i you know also we're talking about silos um one of the one of the positions that usually have to carry the weight of these silos are sales leaders, okay, sales directors, the managers. Okay, uh, what what recommendations do you have for them in trying to make this whole network work um, together 
with other other departments and and um, also just keeping their their people motivated. <clears throat> to keep people motivated. Now I think today working on the phone is has, is is a brilliant time to do that because everybody's working from home, and you know how it is if you're at home all the time, you're looking for something to do. So I think it's easier than people think to make phone calls today because people want to take a break from their families when they're working from home. So so I really think that the opportunity to sell now is much better than people think. And and I think after this, this storm, it, it's a, it will be a really good quality for salespeople to have been able to learn how to sell over the, more over the phone instead of doing it physically. Mm-hmm. So the, ti- the timing to start working remotely a little bit will help them for the long run. Even though the, the when when this storm is over, I think customers will also be very selective of who they will go on to meet. So if you know the technology to do demos maybe over the phone, you will not lose the customer instead of just trying to get to the meeting. And and that's a very good point. And just stay on that for a minute, Gilsey. You really, in the, in the beginning, I, I talked about this uh, workup study that said by 2028 and um, you know all of a sudden we were forced into a situation that uh, it, we have to move to remote so um, how do you think Gilsey this is this is going to change the landscape do you think that you know 80 percent are going to be in internal sales or or uh, how's that shift going to look when we come out of this I'm not sure how it's going to be, but I, I like, like the point that I came is uh, the customer will be selected about who they are going to meet. Mm-hmm. And I think that you will just have to be able to offer two or three options to do meetings with people. If you have only the option of visiting, you will lose a lot of business. So I think that the timing for both companies and people to adopt to this new technology will just make them better, both the companies and the salespeople, because at the end, the customer makes a decision how he wants to interact with you. So I think mm-hmm. that's key. Mm-hmm. Good. And and Yohi, I, I agree with you, Gilsey, that is key. And Yohi, um, uh, how do you think this whole thing is going to shift how we look at customer engagement and customer service in the future? Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, pre- so- no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no I know. I'm going to ask you to look in your crystal ball, okay? <laughs> so- absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I think, you know, expanding on what Gilsey said, through this period, a lot of customers will experience what it is like to have the option of, of doing more things online simply because that's the way we have to do them for a while. Um, so I think it really will accelerate trends that have been ongoing. Um, so customer you know, engagement and supporting your customer, this is just going to happen increasingly online over phone calls. Um, I think people are going to have an expectation that you will be able to show them how to do things, um, maybe even you know, help them do things like take over their, their computer if it's, a, if, if it's that kind of a customer support scenario. So I think it'll strongly accelerate a trend that we've been on for a while uh, just by opening people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Moving them in the right direction or moving them in a different direction. Yeah, I got you. Um, we talk, you know, this whole moving in the direction and everything happened to ha- you know, had to happen fast. And um, Yohi, you've done quite a few startups. So when you think about entrepreneurs, it is fast. So we have a lot of companies out there um, that need to move fast and a lot of startups out there. Um, any advice to to new companies out there and startups? You know, um, what makes it what makes you succeed and what might you know put a little roadblock in your success? Yeah, absolutely. Um, happy to share some ideas there. I think the number one thing, and it's it's always been the number one thing for startups, but it's exceedingly important today. Uh, the vast majority of startups fail because they run out of money. And I know that sounds really obvious, um, but it, it tends to be because the founders don't actually control for that risk. Um, and, you know, these days, funding is going to be very hard to come by. Uh, if you've already started, try to get as much money into the company as you can. It could be, you know, emergency or like a small round of funding from your existing investors. 
if you have some accounts receivable, try to pull those in as quickly as you can, maybe even offer a discount uh, so that you just have a little bit of a cash buffer in the in the company. If you're about to start up, I would say, you know, use the fact that the next few months might be a very turbulent time. Um, you know, a lot of people will be looking for a job. It's probably possible to hire uh, people at a at a lower rate than 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 they could before, and if you're able to time it so that you come out strong when the crisis is over and the markets sort of start being normal, and if you're able to bring to market some kind of solution that actually helps, you know, uniquely helps the way the world will be set up after this is sort of mostly over or, or once we start getting back to normal, I think you can be in a fantastic place. Mm-hmm. Great. Any tips from you, Gilsey? Gilsey, any tips from you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, like, like I say, uh, the, the only advice that I can give you is, is it's going to be difficult and a lot of job, but really fun. So it's just work, work, work. Work, work, work. Good. Okay, we're getting we're getting towards the end of our show now. So, um, you know, our audience is is we have a lot of executives, a lot of managers, a lot of companies. Um, and, you know, they all have products and services and they all need to sell. Um, we've talked about speed to market. We've talked about making sure that the silos between marketing and sales um, are, are, you know, there are no silos, let's put it that way. So I just kind of like to wrap up. And Gilsey, if you, you know, just a big wrap up and some advice to some of the people that are listening, what would your advice in, in making sure that your sales are successful in the upcoming years uh, uh, just don't stop try to sell now and just you know just continue and they are in luck because we are currently accepting customers <laughs> <Okay. laughs> good so you hear that guilty from fire and ice is currently accepting customers so that was, that's perfect and um Yohi, for for our general audience, the executives out there, the the companies out there, you know, times are turbulent. Um, we all have to get through this together. What what's your advice for them? Yeah, um, so a couple of of things that I would I would think about is one, um, when everybody's remote, you don't necessarily need to try to replicate everything you used to do before. So a, a good example of that is before you went to the customer and you had a meeting, you sat down with them, it's a meeting. Um, you don't necessarily have to have online meetings instead of that. I would say focus on the phone call. People are used to phone calls. You don't need to book in advance. Make a phone call, add a screen share to it, and it'll get you you know, 90% or maybe sometimes all of the value that you would have had from that meeting. So you don't necessarily have to duplicate that. Um, and, you know, practice your skills. Uh, there are best practices for both doing a presentation or a, uh, or a product demonstration remotely. And there are lots of resources online. You can find some on our website um, for helping you practice that. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Last one. You had another yeah, point. My, my, last, my last small one, and th- this one is maybe a little bit Crankwheel specific, although not really. It's uh, make it sneaky. So if you're on the phone with somebody... Don't don't spend any time trying to sell them on the fact that you would like to do a screen share or a web conference or whatever. Just ask them, you know, hey, I sent you a text message. Uh, could you click on the link in that? And uh, I, I just want to I just want you to take a look at look at that. And you know, who know, who knew that link was actually a screen share? You know, so so you don't want to spend your sales time on selling a solution you need to use. You just go for the solution. Great advice, and I and I really like the advice you on on um, don't duplicate and practice. Okay, and I think that's so important for today. And um, for our listeners, we have been talking to today, Yoi Sigarsson and Gilsey Sigvladison, and Gilsey from the land of ice and fire, both entrepreneurs from Iceland. And they are co-founders of Crankwheel. Crankwheel provides a screen-sharing solution tailor-made for sales teams. And we've been talking about today sales teams and and great advice at the end. Um, 
you know, how to make this work, not just now in this crisis, but make this long term. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Crankwheel, you can go to crankwheel.com. And Crankwheel is also on Facebook, Twitter, and as a company under LinkedIn. And if you'd like to reach out to Gilsey, you can go to Gilsey on LinkedIn, and that's S-I-G-V-A-L-D-A-S-O-N. And Yoi is also on on LinkedIn under J-O-I-S-I-G. And you guys, thank you so much for taking care of you know, coming to us and talking to us today and sharing your sales sales insights and experience. Thank you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Okay. And listeners, uh, you have been listening to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And you can listen to us live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. And if you happen to miss the live show, then you can download us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. And if you have questions or comments or you have a subject you want to hear about, please connect with me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now, this broadcast has also been brought to you by the Cinda Academy. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search association. Cinda holds digital conferences in Europe. And the Cinda Academy is available 24 hours a day under cinda.academy. Please look at cinda.academy on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you want to hear previous podcasts and also webinars, you can also go to cinda.org under Cinda Academy, where you can listen to a lot of thought leadership at no charge. This show is also brought to you by Leadership Beyond Borders, uh, Leadership Beyond Borders Women's Academy 2020, which focuses on leadership training for women. And again, thank you so much, guys. Okay. Stay, stay safe there in Iceland. And for my listeners, please stay safe and tune in to us again next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.